hey look thanks for p- clicking on this episode of uh of it's always personal increasingly i'm going to be talking about more music over here um i'm a music lover a hip-hop lover um i, I love r&b um and i've told this story before whether here on on, on pay me no mind but i used to go and talk to I used to go and talk to uh, a bunch of friends about music because I still listen to a lot of new music. I love jazz. Uh, I love, uh, I ain't um, my man, um, I'm not Quest Love. You know, don't have, I don't, I don't really have his knowledge base, but I do what I do. Uh, but I'm not out here to ingratiate or ingratiate myself with a lot of rappers and a lot of producers uh I'm, I, I, you know i'm not trying to be the it guy i'm not trying to really be popular it, it's as simple as this i listen to shit and i have a reaction to it and i'm talking about it because i wanted to tell somebody on something great or dope or new unique um new refreshing reinvigorating somebody who's changing the game up a little bit i stumble across that stuff from time to time and i just like to fucking say it to somebody but nobody wants to hear none of that shit i see i saw this brother doing a review to king's disease too and his video he was sitting there nodding his head all you know violently and shake i think he had braids or dreads or some shit and i'm like it was just on my recommendations and uh, so I didn't hear what he was listening to or what track off of that album he was listening to, to to give him that reaction. But nothing on King's Disease 2. There was nothing on there for me to listen to that, that I would have been doing that to on that particular project. Uh, not to say that there aren't some dope records on there, but I'm saying I'm not here to be over the top with what I'm talking about with music. And, and, and any of this shit i'm not trying to be that's just not my presentation so that's why i'm talking about it over here on it's always personal um it's like the sports reporter that old show on espn that got canceled four or five years ago uh it's that type of shit i'm the, the uh I can't think of the stay uh the the screen guild actors it's this uh or the the, the uh, rogers and ebert and whatever the names are it's basically some real uh reserved and measured like boring ass library talk on dope music and like i said some of it will be r&b that you don't give a fuck about some of it will be jazz that you definitely don't give a fuck about uh, but when I hear good shit, I want somewhere to talk about it. And it, uh, it's not about plays. It's not about my shit being shared. It's just doing what I want to do and, and, and appreciating good music, talented artists, uh, you know, visionary producers. That's what it's about. So I, I don't have a certain, you know, a special playlist for it. That is one thing that you can do over on, um, on, um, YouTube, I do. I did create a playlist called Resolution Approved Music, I think. And, um, you know, it's just all music. I can't really do that here on It's Always Personal, but you'll see the titles and you'll know what the hell it is. 
So that's it in a nutshell, in a, in a four minute nutshell. That's what I'm getting ready to do with Rome Streets's uh, him and Future Wave producer Future Waves, um, Razor's Edge. Hey, peace world. Thanks for checking back in on another episode of It's Always Personal, the podcast hosted by myself, Wood. Uh, This is kind of in conjunction with the the Pay Me No Mind Sports and Entertainment YouTube channel. And I've been mentioning this lately that really (laughs) YouTube is really just not my favorite platform. Uh, And being that I'm getting ready to get into an album review, um, you know, it's some, it's some cat. I just saw it's this one cat. I don't, I don't know his name, but, uh, he did a, uh, a review of King's disease to 320,000 views, you know, uh, <laughs> how can I compete with that? Even, uh, to, uh, another channel or outlet that I, I respect and rock with from time to time is Ambrosia for heads. Their song by song review of King's Disease 2, you know, in a few days it had maybe 1,300 uh, views. That's with uh, AFH's founder, Reggie Williams, and one of their key writers, Jake Payne, uh, just discussing the album, you know, for over an hour and 25 minutes or something. 1,300 views, you know, 50 comments or something. Um, there are a number of other a number of other YouTube channels out there doing very well with um, you know with views, comments, and uh, you know maybe I came along too late. I don't know, but I'm really not trying to compete for none of that. I just like to talk about music, and I like to shed light on um, either artists uh, in there and and like careers that I'm kind of tracking or follow t- following. They've gotten on my radar for some reason or the other. Or just a flat out dope project, and so t- so looking at this uh, album right here, you saw from the, the title of this bonus episode of "It's Always Personal." Uh, the artist is Rome Streets, and the album is called Razor's Edge. It just was re- well. Oh, this has been out there that long. Yeah, I guess I have been listening to this for two or three weeks now, two and a half weeks. But um, it's called Razor's Edge. It was, it was released July twenty third. And uh, this album is a collaboration between Rome and producer Future Wave. Future Wave, I believe, is a Canadian. Uh, Looking on Genius, it says that he's from Toronto and also mentions that he's part of the Brown Bag Money Collective, which is how he kind of got on my. uh, This is how uh, I kind of found out about Future Wave. One, I love the name. It kind of reminds me of Soundwave. I think Soundwave is actually. a producer down involved with uh, TDE Top Dog Entertainment and has done some work on their that roster's albums, the TDE crew, as well as uh, and chiefly done some uh, production on um, Kendrick Lamar's albums. So anyway, I like Soundwave's name being the the uh, the, the the Decepticon. That had the, that was a stereo or whatever, and had the uh, the panther or the big cat that could uh, that was a cassette that he could put in his chest 
when he opened up his, uh, you know, where a, a cassette would go on a boombox. It's kind of weird that he was a radio. But anyway, uh, always love Soundwave uh, in the Transformer uh, franchise. They never really did Soundwave right on. And I didn't even I didn't even like that. Uh, the franchise when they moved it when they started doing the the, the the live action or the you know regular movies and, and took it out of the animation world but anyway future wave got on my um on my radar because i'm a big fan of one of the artists uh that actually makes an appearance or a feature on this uh on this album who's uh, a cat named daniel son or son i'll get into him in just a minute but um that's what this is Rome streets with uh, exclusively or entirely produced by uh, producer Future Wave is 14 tracks on here, uh, 13 tracks. I'm sorry, and um, shout out to this cat named Lucky who's made, who's talked, uh, who's who's hit me up a number of times on a couple of different, uh, on several album reviews on the Pay Me No Mind uh, YouTube channel. I've tried to steer people over here. Like I, I'll increasingly be doing more content here. This is just where I prefer to be. Um, but he asked me about this album with like six others, and about three from Dave East. And I was like, yeah, honestly, I have been checking on. I have been listening to Razor's Edge for a couple of weeks. I've been listening to it on my rides when I'm when I'm riding my bike. Um wasn't and that's the thing i wasn't sure about doing a review on it because i don't have i don't have classic album here i don't have great album here i don't have very good album here and that's not a knock so let me preface all of this by saying um and then you know cats run across your reviews they they run across your channels some of the artists some of the producers they run across your content and somebody might have an issue with you because you spoke the truth and i see some of the bigger platforms out there they speak very glowingly on projects to not make any enemies not burn any bridges not to disrespect anybody and um to maintain relationships and to get people to come on your platforms on your podcast and all that i ain't into none of that i'm gonna say what the hell i want to say but like i said it's not my it's not in my nature to be disrespectful and to trash uh the work of artists i've listened to quite a few rome streets projects i didn't talk about his last project uh, the Death and the Magician, I think, which was produced by DJ Muggs. I am not a DJ Muggs fan. Musically, his his beats, production-wise, I just really, I'm not a Muggs guy. So, um, uh, Muggs, well, it's neither here nor there. But, um, you know, I, I heard it. It was a couple of joints on there that I was okay with, Death and the, and the Magician. And I was like, hey, it just didn't really work for me, but one thing that I see here with Rome is the, and I got to tip my cap to the brother is he stays in the gym and he's trying, he's trying, you know, he's, he's working. He's, 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 um, he's forging a career in a very tough business, a very tough genre. He can spit. Uh, he's in, he's out aligned or allied with great 
figures such as uh, Ransom being one who, who has a feature on this project. I give him credit for going out here and seeking out these different producers trying to do one of my favorite uh, things, for lack of a better word, in hip-hop, which is to go out here and get you a, a, a album entirely produced by one specific producer. Uh, the, the new Baldy James just came out, done entirely by Alchemist. I'm probably not going to review that. You see what I'm saying? If you if you understand what I'm saying, then you know. But um, so yeah, so he goes out in and out. So you know, I I heard Death and a Magician, and I was kind of like, these 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 beats just don't work for me. And okay, so then I see the announcement that he's doing an album with Future Wave, which was on his Instagram account, and I'm like, oh okay, I really want to see. I, I, I listened to a couple of Future Wave projects or Future Wave produced projects. Let me check this out. I'm hoping that it's better. I'm betting that it's better. That it's an improvement from from the Muggs uh, album, the DJ Muggs produced album. And I get it. And I'm somewhat on the fence. Um, let me let me run down some of the boxes that uh, that Rome Streets checks. He has his historical references, whether it's like U.S. history or world history. He seems like a very knowledgeable guy and slips some of these different mentions and he says something he everybody knows Vietnam. But he early in his album he has something about Vietnam. Uh he he also mentions often mentions hip hop or uh artists and producers or albums from um you know years ago. Like he seems to be a student of the game more or less. He has he does his signature flow thing. He does this Sometimes he hits you with alliteration. And then like it sounds like he loads up his words sometimes to drive home uh that he's kind of like on one of these runs that he does here and there. But he has these signature aspects of his flow that I find pretty dope. Uh he has his sports mentions from time time to time. Ali comes up on here. I think he's mentioned boxing before in the past. You know I I used to talk about boxing on my YouTube channel. Um, very diverse subject matter. You know, it's not on the level of a, a, a Nick uh, Royster Five Nine or a Black Thought. It's not kind of in that manner. He might be 15, 18 years younger than those two men, though. But um, he does it in his own way that gives his subject matter. It's it's a lot of breath there. It's it's a, it's it's, it's kind of vast in a way. He speaks on some financial and some investment stuff, some um, uh, stocks and, you know, plans and, and, and passive income type stuff. He he's very relevant with his subject matter. Um, he does a ton of hustler talk. Like I said, he's talking about making his money work for him or being an entrepreneur, approaching his thing from a businessman perspective to sit up here and work with the producers that he's working with and to, and to put these projects out. It's a certain way that you have to go about funding all of this. So, again, another box that he checks. Um, he makes references to in, he has industry analogies. You know, he, he in his lyrics he's talking about some behind the scenes stuff and and like metrics in the in 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 the record industry or whatnot and dealings with uh, you know label representatives or or goals uh, you know be indie. Or working with other labels or other, you know, important brands that are out there right now. So uh, he checks that box. 
he often pays respect to the producers that he works with and their sounds and 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 based on the words that he uses and and or the bar that he says you can get an idea of why he sought out producer a or producer b for whatever reason um he also does um he he talks about success hip-hop is always rose to riches right how these guys got to where they got i I think lord flea lord does it a lot where in his bars you know he gives you the before and the after or what i was planning to do and how it's going now you see that's a that's a, a popular meme right now with um on instagram you know my my fall plans and my delta variant plans or you know that's that's the if you if you're on out if you're on it on the gram then you know what i'm talking about um he talks about being in the system you know being on parole being locked up before he has different references there he addresses haters or you know his the ops he does that very well he checks a lot of boxes the dude can spit so where am i with with wrong wrong streets as an artist um i think what this is what's tripping him up and again these are not these are not disses this is not to tear this man down or to insult him as an artist this is what i'm listening when i'm listening this is where he is establishing himself as a as a uh above average artist and trying to get into being a well-known or an elite artist Right now, it's a million rappers selling pain. P-A-I-N. It's a million rappers spitting about pain. Selling pain. Giving you pain. Describing pain. Depicting pain. Illustrating pain. Saying how pain motivated them. How pain drives them and inspires them. And and taking pain... And making, you know, taking nothing and making it into something. It's a lot of artists doing that right now. And it boils down to who can do it in a particular way that it it, it creates appeal or mass appeal. And so that's why that's why he's been an artist I've checked with on several um projects. He's still on um my song of the year right now, Kill All the Rats. From If It Bleeds, it can be killed. With um, Conway and um, Conway Ransom, uh, the, the the exclusively produced project uh, by Big Ghost Ltd. That's still my my song of the year. And he and I'm gonna give you know and, and honestly, I would go Ransom one, Rome number two, and then Conway in strength of verses. So the dude can hold his own. So I already mentioned, you know, he stays in the gym. How can he customize his pain to make it different from J.R. Payne's pain or Shea Noir's pain or Ransom's pain or uh, Conway and Benny's pain? Benny the Butcher, Conway the Machine. How is your pain? um, Freddie Gibbs's pain. What's going to allow what's going to allow you to stand out? So just what I was and then lastly, is he a true number one? Wrong street. This is a question that he will eventually have to answer. Is he a true number one? And by that I mean you have a lot of artists out here. I just mentioned them. Freddie Gibbs took him a while to really get cooking. Uh Benny, you have Conway the Machine, who is like 
a, a, a LeBron, a Kobe, a MJ. These dudes can be the star, the star player on the team. And then, you know, you have a Benny who's in, a, in that unique situation where he was one of two. And now he's split off on his own in a way doing his thing with black soprano family he's still a he's like the leader of his own subgroup with um what's his name heem and um i can't remember my man's name he, he's got the two he's just got he uses he spits under his regular name rick some hide rick hide i think or hide at least hide um ransom you know we got ransom over here pushing his momentum uh records and or his label momentum and bringing along JR and Lou of Paradise or Lou in Paradise or something. Um, who else is there? But there's a couple different dudes out there that are proven number ones and they have their teams that they're leading. And I think that's kind of the, the, the debacle or the dilemma that where I am with Rome Streets is is he truly a number one guy or. Should he really be a number two? Now I'm hearing him on all of these features. Supposedly there's a uh, a ransom and Rome Streets album collaboration album that's ready to drop at any time. Uh, like I said, he's popping up on all of these different projects with features. I just told you the uh, kill all the rats, or kill all rats, or whatever it's called. So he's in the he's he's well positioned. And now it just becomes a matter of is he going to tweak his voice and his message to really break through and like Frank White or Frank Lucas said in um, American Gangster, like sometimes in this world, you got to you just are what you are or you got to be what you are. And for me, as a as a music fan, and this, this is why I'm not dissing this young brother. This is why I know I'm not dissing him. This is no knock against him. I'm just speaking on, I can't say it's facts because this is my opinion. But of the guys that I just mentioned, Khan, Benny, Ransom, 38 Special to a degree, um, Shea Noir to a degree, um, J.R. Payne, who a lot of his music is behind a paywall in a sense that you can only get his music from his website. Um, but it's a lot of uh, it's a lot of dudes out there. Rock Marciano, Flea Lord, I mentioned earlier. Edo, Lil Edo, or Edo, I think he's dropped a little. But are you at the front of that? Are you at the front of that? Um, are you at the front of that group, or are you beneath that group in terms of Stove Guy Cooks? Uh. Where are you Or what's your appeal And I think I've seen I've seen GOAT mentioned when it comes to Ransom I've seen GOAT mentioned When it comes to Conway the Machine We've seen the Jay Z cosigns For uh, for Benny And for Conway We've seen Jay on the, on the side of the stage At different appearances and whatnot. Um I just don't think Rome is, ju- is There just yet but like I said, the kid stays in the gym. So that's where I am kind of in looking at Rome and why I keep check. Even when he gets these, I'd be interested to see who the next guy he's working with. Who the next producer he picks out to do one of these exclusive uh, albums. 
digging into this compilation so I can get on off of here. Uh, Razor's Edge. Real talk. Future Waves. His, his uh, the beats that he provided, these 13 tracks. Um, another guy who's a little farther along in his development, a perfect example in a, in a one-to-one comparison, Willie the Kid. I really look forward to Willie the Kid's uh, albums and projects. Uh, and most of them have kind of like met or exceeded my expectations on them. Here, um, I got to admit, man, um, Future Waves and Future Waves production is really kind of, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of getting really familiar with it and seeing what it's about. And I and I like a lot of it, um, but I, I don't know, man. I, it, some of these tracks, I just it, it, it didn't um, it didn't take me where I was hoping it would go. And that's when when he came when when Rome was coming away from out of the situation doing the um, the project with DJ Muggs. I was like, man, you got to find the right guy that's going to showcase what you do and how you do it. You need the right, you need that right set of beats. And I don't know if it's going and getting a Nicholas Craven. I don't know if it's going and getting, um, and getting with an alchemist. Um, it was another name that I thought was perfect. And I just forgot who the heck it's this camouflage monk guy out there. It's this, uh, Conductor Will Williams, I think is his name, out of Kansas or something. Um, you gotta I don't know who it's gonna be, but you gotta find the guy that's going to give you the right canvas to allow you to break through and really make that project that really establishes you as that number one guy. And for whatever for you know, for whatever it's worth, for whatever for whatever it's worth. Uh, Future Wave didn't really accomplish it for me. Not throughout, not throughout this project. I got very excited checking out track one, Mud into Moet, um, and I was on a high, thinking that okay, I think they might, I think this might be the combination. And um, hmm. so I get into Most High. What I really loved here, like I said, with paying, with being a student of the game. Uh, this course in most course in most high is actually from Helter Skelter's album of uh, Ruck and Rock. I'm not sure anymore, more who's knocking at my door, door. It was something they. It was like a skit or the intro to uh. This is the BBC, the BCC, the boot camp clip. Ooh, that was pause on that BBC. Um, I I need to edit this now. <laughs> uh, anyway, if you know, you know. But yeah, so I love that he pays some respect. I believe he's a Brooklyn kid. And he kind of reminds, in a way, his energy and his the tone of his voice, he kind of reminds me of uh, Memphis Bleak in a way. Uh, speaking of Memphis Bleak, Razor's Edge is... An, is wait, Razor's Edge is probably my favorite song on here with, in terms of the, the, the combination of the track, the production, and then the songwriting, the lyrics, and uh, just the, the, the overall execution. Now he has the artist on here named China Streets. I don't know if that's his sister, his wife. Uh, I don't know if there's any relation there. I'm assuming it's a, it's it's a sibling. But this song kind of puts me in the mind. Like I said, the beat. This my, might be my favorite beat on the album. But I thought this was like a Damien thing with DMX or coming of age. Speaking of Jay and um 
and Memphis Bleak. Uh, but I don't, and I, I don't know if I really got the concept of the song. I thought China Streets was kind of rapping or represented what the streets would be saying to Rome Streets as he's going through this, his roads to the riches, or you know his his plot to rise to the top of his game. And that's what this song is, is talking about: a lot of street life and mistakes, uh, wins. And overcoming and yada 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 And then I thought uh, China Streets, I thought her bars And parts of the song Was like the streets Admonishing him Or giving him reminders That hey right here you could have went down Road A I mean you could have went down uh, You could have went left or right You chose the right situation Look how I brought you up Yada 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 The song works for me, it's my favorite song on the album and in here, you know, I'm thinking, oh, okay, okay, it, it is gonna work out. This, this, this is gonna be that that project. Uh, then we get in the same way. Mm, okay, song. Uh, Envy, track number five, featuring Danielson. I mentioned earlier, Round Bag Money. I'm big on Danielson. I'm not gonna lie. Um, I like. Danielson's energy is somewhat akin to or uh, comparable to how when um, Noriega came on the scene and Noriega had that energy, a different voice and just had a unique delivery and was kind of like all over the beat, but it sounded a little wild, but it just really worked. And uh, Danielson, I told you it's a track on um, this project with uh, Ito and Superior. They had out an album, maybe 2019, long story short, and Danielson has a feature on there. He starts off a joint on that project and just kills it. The way that he raps, the way that he pronounces, I don't know his his his, his Canadian accent or uh, dialect or whatever. I don't know, man. I, I like Danielson. I like his energy. His subject matter is dope. I don't know. I, I've been I've been checking on Danielson. It's a project out there. I think Future Wave did it with him and uh, Asan Eastwood is the, is the other artist's name. I think I like Danielson. And uh, this Envy joint is another highlight on the project. Uh, no sample track six, featuring Starker. It's just another album song for me. Seven Dry Ice, nothing memorable to me. Then we get to track eight, Sage or Gunsmoke, featuring Ransom. It's a solid beat. Um, another highlight on the album, obviously, with Ransom being involved here. Um, kind of didn't take the album or the project over the top like I had hoped when I see Ransom's name. It's just, it's it's a it's a decent song for them. But again, with them being two thirds of my song of the year, and then um, I believe. Uh, I believe Rome was just on Ransom's. Um, he just did his. He just dropped his. Oh, heavy is the head. So this what this is not. This is not like their PR for me. Their best collaboration for me. It's just not. Bible of the Rifle track number nine. I get it. I get the chorus. It's a decent song. Track ten disconnected. A decent song. Um. And this is a perfect example of where I'm going with this, with the project and, and musically or sonically with Future Wave on this, this disconnected track number 10. There's no drums on it. I'm not 
in the in the I hate no drums group. I'm not against that. Nicholas Craven, I mentioned a minute ago, he does that pretty uh, often. Um, Alchemist does it from time to time. Um, Derringer does it from time to time. I'm not totally. Uh, what's his name? Um, Rock Marciano does that from time to time. Beats are not a uh, you know drum tracks are not a requirement for me, but with future waves, the, the samples that he uses and the track, you know how he builds his music, builds his songs. I don't think I nodded my head at all on this album, except for the aforementioned uh, Razor's Edge and then Mud into, Mud into Moet, which really Mud into Moet basically is Ashy the Classy or Road to Riches. Shout out to um, um, Damn Cool G Rap Rags to Riches or Roads Roads to Riches. Um, but yeah, that's that's one of these examples of. Okay, an interesting sample, not a bad sample, but it's this, it's this, this vibe or this like this, it's this grittiness, this darkness in these samples. And Rome is doing with his thing on the mic, but it needs to be something there to to make it pop, to make it all pop. That's all I'm saying. Um, nine for Judas, track eleven. Okay. High grade strands, track twelve featuring Plex Diamonds. Okay, and then it closes with track thirteen, which is Rated R. Um, like I said, with the movie references, he has something a bar on here talking about. I knew I was the one before I took the pill from Morpheus. Uh, boxing mentioned a couple bars later. He comes back and says something about I'm like Ali underwater or training, training like underwater like I'm Ali or something like that so like I said man I can't I'm not a I'm not a I I don't hate uh wrong streets I don't hate this project um in comparison when I listened to last year you know um whether it was as God intended or Juno those two projects by Shea Newer even her after what was it after 12 um, I saw the talk I saw the chatter I saw the buzz created on Instagram from those projects Juno was a was a, was 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 dope to me if you looked at the theme of it and what it was about what her messaging was that's it like I just don't know how Rome is gonna be and you know uh an outstanding lyricist, a standout lyricist, a lot of bars, street talk, all the, all the, the the requisite subjects that you need to cover firearms, gunplay, muscle, street etiquette, the code, all that shit. It's all there. I just don't know how you're going to make it stand out over others. And that's, this is another album where I don't feel like it really got done uh, for whatever reason or the other. I like the album cover, by the way. Uh, the razor blade has been pretty has been a consistent um, image on a lot of uh, uh, Rome Street's album covers and whatnot. And like I said, that's why I keep tuning in, man. I feel like it's a young dude who's staying in the gym, 
He's had a lot of dope features. He's got a voice. He he has a certain level of talent. And I'm just going to continue to keep tuning in to see whether or not he finally brings it all together. And um and so on and so forth. If you want to hate on if you want to hate me or 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 who the fuck is this you know if you if you want to come at me like that for for talking through it in this manner then I I, I guess I'm the I, I guess I'm the I take the hit for that. But um again, I want to see I can I can go in and see what I, I can go in in, in um I can go on Instagram and get a feel for whether or not this album really resonated. If I put it on a, you know, if I put it on a scale of one to ten or one to, you know, five stars or whatever, I would just say it's whatever, halfway there. It's it's a it's a six point five, you know, or maybe a six point eight uh, out of ten. It's a it's a three. Four out of five or something. It's right in there. Um that's that's just what it is for me. It's just what it is for me. So if you want to holler at me about this, you can find me on Instagram at waterbed underscore reg reg. Uh again, man, I, f- I feel like talking about this over here. Uh and I'll be doing more and more music reviews over here. Um, keep an eye out. I believe uh, it's it's either this Friday or next Friday. I think it's at the end of the month. Um, speaking of rock Marciano and flea Lord, they've linked up or collaborated to put out a project called, um, Delgado. They already have a, a a record out there, uh, that you can stream now or listen to whatever, however you, whatever you listen, however you listen to music. Uh, but it's called Trim the Fat, and it features Stove God Cooks. Um, and the, the, this album, Delgado, is ex- is entirely produced by uh, Rock Marciano. And uh, that's coming at the end of the month. Uh, keeping it a buck, Trim the Fat. While being, while, you know, Flea Lord is big on mentioning it, uh, is big on pushing that record as a way to blow up the forthcoming album Delgado uh two or three listens of 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 um trim the fat it's not really popping for me just yet but I I I, I gotta spend a little bit more time with it but I when I saw him talking about it I was expecting kill all the rats I was expecting that kind of that kind of uh the song to be that big this really wasn't that for me. Really wasn't that for me, in all honesty. In all honesty, and that's what you're gonna get f- from me. I'm not. I'm not the. This is the best project of all time. This is the best rapper of all time. You. You're not. This is. This is the best shit I ever heard. You're not gonna get that from me. It's always personal. It's always my point of view, my perspective. You know, maybe you, maybe you, maybe you agree, maybe you disagree. Again, like Aries Spears on this video that I just watched to him on Instagram. Uh, we can disagree. I'm not saying you're just because I said what I said doesn't mean I'm saying I'm also saying that you're wrong. That's not what I'm saying. Um, we can agree to disagree and, and I can hear you out. I can find the reasoning and what you're saying if you have a different pers- 
perspective or point of view on any given subject that we might be talking about. But let me get on out of here, man. That's a 35 minute, uh, about to be 36 album review of Razor's Edge, Rome Streets. If you get around to the project, let me know what you think. And uh, until next time, peace.